0: It's time to get started because Anthony has shoved something in his mouth. It's huge. That thing is ridiculous. Really?
1: We have to have a conversation. We have to take a picture of the damn pizza that Jazz is eating and, and ask ourselves, why didn't he cut it up? Like, why is he eating a, <laughs> a eight by seven
0: <laughs> slice? Now you got to hold it up, Jazz. Let me see this fucking thing.
2: Show the pizza. Nope. Nope. No timeout. Show the pizza, Jazz. No, 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 Jazz. No. There's no timeout to this. There's no timeouts in Pizza Lawyer. You brought it to the stream. You brought it. Here it is.
3: What the fuck?
2: It's a Tostitos pizza.
1: It was bigger than that though because he's eaten almost half of it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an 8 by 7 slice that he could have cut into multiple slices and like a reasonable person. I'm going
2: to say, did he fold it though? Because if he folded it. No. Look,
0: like, I will side with Jazz. This is a, a, like a take and bake home Tostino's pizza, right Jazz? Absolutely. Now listen, some of those are not fold friendly. And some of those, we all know, depending upon how the crust takes, when you run a pizza cutter through that thing, or God forbid, a knife, they just, they just fall to shit. Exactly what happens. There is a strategy that the overall surface integrity of that pizza is actually better if you just gnaw at it from the side. Does it look ridiculous? Yes. My big problem is not that you're eating like that. It's that you're not eating like that above a sink.
2: That is exactly where you should be.
0: Because the actions you're taking right now <laughs> should be fucking eaten above a sink, possibly with a dish towel for a napkin. To be,
4: to be fair, to be fair, that is where I was going to eat it, but I ran out of time.
0: <laughs> I'm glad
3: I finished my mixing bowl of spaghetti before this. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey everybody! Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, a TTRPG podcast that's not afraid to let the cast members screw up the intro. My name's Jazz, and I'll be your wizard and host of pre, mid, and post-show announcements because Turner is either sick in jail, or on the run from a secret society of international assassins. Season 3, Episode 3. The party adjusts to their new dynamic, and a long-standing question is answered. Only the one, though. Don't get greedy. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate you for making time for us in your busy podcast listening schedules and a special thank you to our patrons whose investment helps us to improve the show and offer more content. Be sure to hang out after the episode to find out exactly what rewards they're getting, besides a well-justified feeling of moral superiority. Quick reminder, Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly podcast due to a mix of profanity, fantasy violence, gore, crude humor, and questionable mystical anatomy. Any specific content warnings will be in the show notes below. Finally, before we get into the episode, we've talked about a number of social issues in this space before each episode, and for Season 3, we're going to be encouraging people to head over to www.bradyunited.org to explore how you can get involved in helping combat the epidemic of gun violence that we currently face in the U.S. It doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the Party of Five. Here's your chance. On that note,
0: let's start the show. And we are back with the Party of Five.
3: And my name is Tori, and I am playing Mori. And I don't know why it's so hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, kid.
3: Yay. I'm sweating. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm having a nervous breakdown.
3: <laughs> just, just stripping.
0: Hey, that is some real Jared Leto style character acting, <laughs> just like your character dripping.
3: And I, I'm a. I'm a news and I'm new. Next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. You're a newsy.
3: I'm a newsy.
1: I am Harlan and I play Todd, now rolling second, but always first. <laughs> Todd, a.k.a. Double D. Your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter. The Todd father. Your MVT Bringing that BTE. Todd. The greatest in the universe?
0: <laughs> First of all, I hate that I fucking love that. Good work. Thank you. But also, there was that momentary hitch where you almost tooted it. You almost t double double d would it for a second there.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I oh I, it, I, I thought he did. There
1: was the hitch. Oh. I'm going to tell you, it is the scariest part of my, <laughs> of my intro. <laughs> every time (laughs) because I want a T-double-O-D every time (laughs) so I literally have to write it down so I don't say it because I want to say T to the O-double-D every
2: time (laughs) do you have it written out T-O-D
0: T-O-double-D okay (laughs) pants first then shoes got it
4: (laughs) 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 wait I just want to double check because I feel like maybe, maybe I'm having my own fever dream didn't Totemus Prime used to be in that? It might have been.
0: Man, if not, it will be. If not, it did <laughs> <laughs> See what you've done. You've just Mandela affected us into fucking Totemus Prime. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I hate it. I,
4: I swear it was there before. It's happened.
2: Could be. Could have been. He forgets and adds them back in. Like They're not consistent at all.
1: During the lull, I had another one that I was like, did I do that one already? I don't know. I need to write it down. And I forgot it. And I'll try to bring it today. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with
0: it more. The goal is for you to get enough to fill up the front of an entire shirt.
1: <laughs> but it's a, a notebook paper
3: All
0: <laughs> <laughs> On a space as big as a, as big as a jazz pizza On a pizza <laughs>
2: Oh man I'm Jamie I play Eldrin Thaneros And I am going to retire the spider facts And start telling you guys about some random animal facts That rangers all know That you guys probably don't know Did you know Yep. That No, I bet you didn't. <laughs> that the Almirage population has been threatened because poachers have been hunting them for their horns to be used in uh, gas station dick pills. Bet you didn't know that. Yes. Who didn't know that?
3: The what population?
2: Almiraj. Oh, Almiraj. I thought you said rhinos. Yeah, yeah. You know the little rack, the uh, bunny, bunny unicorns.
3: You thought he said rhinos?
2: <laughs> I thought he said rhinos.
0: Almirage. So to be clear, <laughs> he means D <D&D> and D animals, not. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, not real animals. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. the
0: majestic jackalope.
2: No, wait, wait, the almirage. The, uh, the almiraj
4: from,
0: you
2: know.
4: So, so at the at the at the ducky stations, there's. They got the little dick
0: pills. Yeah. yeah. Little goat Goatweed and little amarage Horn. Yeah. Oh,
1: no.
0: <laughs> it's a, a little little cartoon character of one standing next to there. It's Horn coming up and curling slightly up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a big smile on his face, <laughs> winking at you like you know what he's doing. <laughs> you
1: know what
4: I mean. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm Jazz. Brace yourselves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Already shot down before I could even try and flap my wings. Uh, I'm jazz. I play Fate, and um, you know, at the beginning of this, I almost decided to make Fate a transportation wizard instead. um, just I was like super into like the power dynamic of being able to change shit from like one thing to another, like wood or to metal or cloth or some shit, like maybe glass. Just want to make that clear
2: what <laughs> Did you say transportation wizard?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if he's trying to make like a weird word play there about making stuff clear.
2: I thought he just was like into trains or something I don't
3: know. <laughs> when you said shot down before you could flap your wings, I immediately pictured Turner as Daedalus and, and you as Icarus, except he just sets you on fire before you even yeah. <laughs> can get up to the sun.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. You gotta change those broken wings. <laughs> change those broken wings. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> So you can fly. You gotta gotta do that, JJ. There it is. (laughs) I believe I can fly. We don't know. We can't say that no more, (laughs) sir. Oh, (laughs) can't do that one no more? Oh. No. no. Yeah. No, that one's been canceled, sir.
0: Mm -mm. Right. What what happened with that? How did that get canceled? It was an R. Kelly reference. Oh. Oh. Just
2: because it's R. Kelly. Yeah. 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 The whole peeing thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't think it's so much as the peeing. Is it so much the under? Age sex trafficking thing,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm
3: wearing a space jam shirt. This us just making a space jam thing,
0: yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go, yeah. But we also have canceled Michael Jordan because of that mustache. So, <laughs> <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Michael Jordan actually survived that oddly. <laughs> <We> just-
5: <laughs> Did you just say Michael Jordan survived R. Kelly? No. <laughs>
1: No. 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 The mustache. (gasps) The
0: mustache. (laughs) No. Dave, what was the last promotional campaign you've seen him in since the Hitler stash? They just told him to
2: stay away from TV. They gave him a whole documentary after that, though. (laughs) Yeah, they did. He had a hit. Where
3: am I been?
2: The Hanes. Mm, Yeah, it was bad.
1: It was a rough one. Yeah,
0: there was a Hanes commercial where he showed up in an airplane with a Hitler stash. Oh. And he- it was like, whoa, Jordan, we, we got you, but no I don't
2: know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not even like central to the character. It's just like random Hitler stash like, out there. And you're like, hey, dude. Um, somebody wore that first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fact that that mustache is still un unwearable is amazing. Like it's just ruined forever. It
3: just looks like a double soul patch to me.
2: Mm-mm,
1: yeah, no. <laughs> That's under the chin. That one is ab- above the lip is with is, is a Hitler stash.
0: Yeah, above the lip is a Hitler stash. Soul patch, man. You gotta do a lot of work man. to make that cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Soul patch, like woof, you are rolling the dice. You better play jazz someplace. You better be A musician in
1: some band somewhere. You have to have soul. I just see it with like a kango to the back.
3: Oh,
1: and just like it's just as when I think I'm like, oh, that's not good. Not a good look. Not a good
0: look. <laughs>
5: Someone who calls way too many people young blood.
0: Yeah, Let
1: me tell you how it used to be back in the day. Like, uh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I am Anthony who plays Baba today.
0: <laughs> All right. Uber quick recap because we just did the macro one. If you want to really know what the heck happened on a larger scale, b- check back up in the feed. But. To encapsulate it, Baba headed home to fight for his right to- Party? Be a leader. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah. So to, to lead the party, so to speak, <laughs> lost, died, <laughs> got sucked into the spiritual plane where his ancestors live, fought a bigger battle, <laughs> won, and then was spit back out where he was regenerated and reborn anew- uh, through the power of the pentahedron shard. In addition to Baba dying and coming back as a paladin, a mysterious vessel crashed down, a blob oozed out and consumed the spiritless husk of Moyle Mossberg. Moyle having stayed behind in the ancestral plane to power it, to serve as the uh, as the power source to maintain the ancestral plane, since Baba had to take the uh, stabilizing agent with him when he left. And this blob consumed Moyle's body, bonded with the pentahedron shard within, and then as it began to look around somewhat confused, Pognum's face totally quaddoed the fuck out and said hello to everybody. And that's right where we are picking up. Todd, we're going to start with you as the initial point of view of character this. You begin to regain consciousness after the spiritual blast of Baba being sucked in and emerging from the cage, you are blinking around somewhat confused and, and somewhat dazed. You hear the shocked gas of the Tabashi crowd around you and dis- then disoriented as the elders call for order and and have them file out. As the rest of you begin to uh, come back to consciousness, you can see a tall, armored form of Baba standing over the withered husk of his previous body, still in the center of the white, chalky, sandy arena circle where he faced off against Zouide. But then as you as you look around, things, as usual, start to get a little bit weird. You see Eldrin and Fate starting to clamber up and dust themselves off. And, uh, instead where you glance over to look for Moyle, there is a, well, Maury, go ahead and give the guys a physical description of what is standing over the, I imagine there's a few bits and bobs left of the remains of their former compatriot.
3: Uh, Maury, is this pre or post, uh, uh, Teletubby? Uh,
0: you've, you've got the Kwadu face coming out right now.
3: Okay. Well, If I remember correctly, I think I might have had five extra mouths that were all screaming in surprise at the face coming out of the midsection of a blob.
0: So let's let's start general and then zero in on the horrific.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So first you see green, a gorgeous, some would say flubber green. Got a bit of sheen to it. It's like looking through maybe a freshly licked window <coughs> that you, you can kind of see shapes of things on the other side, but not quite all tinted and green. And somewhat humanoid forms starting to, to take shape looks like whatever you're looking at just just had themselves a little a little snack, kind of like a like a kinder egg. They stopped when they they got to the, the toy in the middle. <coughs> and um, yes, Maury is is. Just green and somewhat blobby as they fell and broke out of the canister, spilled out onto Moil, which of who they were, they were just told there was going to be a snack for them. So to, to be fair and uh, yeah, just ha- had themselves a little thing and and stood up to that, that thick 5'4 stature and uh, looked around and then looked down to see out of their midsection a face that they did not decide to form. But the mouths that they did before arriving to this place, uh, all open to let out. an <laughs> <laughs> As as horrific as this is, oddly enough, the sound coming out of the creature isn't some weird, a demon or nightmare scream. It's, it's more of like,
1: Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> all echoed. Like if five people said it at once. Like, <laughs> <coughs> so this is what this is what. Todd is kind of like, like waking up from a sleep, like, you know, the eye, things don't quite, <laughs> uh, your eyes have been closed for the sleep, you wake up, your eyes are a little dazed, you see something, you can't quite, you can't quite make shapes out, but it's green and it's hideous, and
0: his immediate reaction is to stab it. No, that, che- that checks out, Hang on.
1: Ah, shiny
3: and gooey. I just look like a big old gummy bear with mouths.
0: It's
2: too many mouths.
0: <laughs> fair. <laughs> immediate reaction is to stab it.
3: <laughs> That's fair.
0: We'll address that in just a second. But, but before you can even take that, similar experience, uh, Eldrin, as you clamber up and collect yourself and dust yourself off, you look around and quickly take in the scene. I notice that the auditorium has cleared out rather quickly and Zuiday has been carried out leaving you guys somewhat alone, the tabashi as they file out, taking their accordions and their zithers and their hurdy-gurdies with them, glancing over their shoulders nervously, being ushered by the elders who uh, throw you a a knowing glance, Baba, a glance that communicates they have a clear understanding of what your reemergence from the cave of ancestors in some way means to them fate you stumble up completely discombobulated and uh, whereas everybody else is is taking in the scene of them you immediately start hearing whispers start to swirl and drift around you not the whispers you're familiar with from your your shadowfell shard but something that sounds like really more like baba like oh, cheetah. cheetah you cheetah you oathbreaker violator uh, invader swirling around and accusing you of impropriety in your actions previously. One quick thing that we do have to address. As a consequence of Baba dying and coming back. And for those of you who are familiar with our death rules, Baba did die at the end of it. Um, The cast did pass their ritual saving throw, bumping the DC up by another five. There is another consequence, though. Baba's body is partially pulled. Another version of him throughout the multiverse through the power of the Pentahedron Shard But part of the energy for that, part of the material for that, part of the essence of that is also pulled from his fellow pentagoons. So you guys wake up and you feel a little bit off, a a little bit weaker, a little bit less with it. We'll do it in the order of the platonic solids under which the stabilizing agents are patterned. Tori, you don't have to do this as Mori. This is just something that affects the current pentagoons, but you would be included in it next time. I need everybody to roll a D4 for me that is not Mori. Call out what your roll is. I rolled a one.
2: That's probably good in this case. <laughs> I also rolled a one. Rolled. If he gets a one, I swear to God. A two. I
0: rolled a two.
4: Oh, thank God. Okay. I also got a two. So whatever happens to me,
2: I'm not alone. And I'm okay with this.
0: All right. So that sums up to Six. We're going to average that out real quick. Oh, oh, no. Lower was definitely better, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How many points are you taking away from us?
0: Exactly. Uh, so, we're going to round that up. Todd, your dexterity is permanently lowered by two points. Who did that? Oh. What turd
1: did
2: that? Oh, my God. Two points.
0: What turd did that? Oh. You guys are turds. Eldrin, we would say one from your dexterity, one from your wisdom as a ranger.
2: Okay. That sucks. That double sucks. I lose two bonuses? Fuck. Okay. <gasps>
0: <laughs> Fate, straight up int minus two. Oh no, Baba! Oof, this is a toss up. Old Baba would have been con. New Baba would be probably strength or charisma. We're gonna do one from strength, one from charisma. Huh.
2: Okay,
1: I don't like it. No,
2: sir, I don't like it.
1: Woo-hoo.
0: I don't like this at all. So as you guys come through, your pentahedron shields flare into place and the tendrils stretch out towards and interconnect into new Baba. And you could feel this pulse of drawing out of you as part of you is consumed in the recreation of his form. For the record, the next time, the next die step up will be a D6. Everybody will roll. I'll average it out and then we will partition it out. This will continue to get worse if you guys continue to die, and it will get harder, harder to pass the roll as well. So, um, again, there be consequences.
3: So, all those shiny things, they just, like, shot, like, lights at each other and connected.
0: Yeah, so the, the pentahedron shields, Baba's point on him where the pentahedron in his body was his right arm, Anthony?
5: Ooh, uh... I think
2: so.
0: Fates was his head. Eldrin's was his shoulder. Todd's was his thigh. And Moyle's was his heart. Moyle's pentahedron shard currently floats around inside you, bopping around in a couple of different areas.
3: And he uses like weird limbs trying to scoop it out as it's like, like, you know, like that, that little water toy, like the squishy thing as a kid. And you just can't like hold on to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Losing two points in decks was not cool, guys. Oh no. Yeah. It was not cool. Again, did you only lose one bonus? Yeah, but I was at 20 with a plus five. Now I'm at plus four. Okay. Yeah. me and, Me and
2: Jamie both.
1: Well, I didn't die. So
2: I, I was a plus I was a plus four and a plus three and now I'm a plus three and a plus two in two sets. So yeah, I had I had two plus fours and now I'm at
1: But but I didn't I didn't die though, so didn't
2: No, no, neither did
4: I. Yeah. You might in the future now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As the tendrils snapped back into you. You feel your shields pulse with a silver crackling energy again, and more you do feel this. And you, yeah, you've been trying to ooze the shard out, and it won't come, and you keep trying to pull it out. And even when you get it to the surface of your body, you pull it out. There are individual dreams of you that come along with it, and it snaps it back in as if it is bonded to you in a way that goes beyond physical. And it is, you know, as you try and extrude it out, those those silver filaments, which you see have formed their shields, spiral out and lace through your body. And it's almost as if there's a flash of a circulatory system in you, which you, you wouldn't normally see it's like almost for a moment there's that spark of what it, like if you'd seen the, the mr invisible where you can see the human bodies and the organs inside <laughs> it looks like that running through you from head to toe as a circulatory system but instead it's these swirling filigrees of silver glowing energy and when that pulse hits these other randos it snaps something and sends a surge of energy into you as well and a shield begins to form above your shard Todd's has pictures of him worked into it. Eldrin's has vines woven around. Eldrin's yours was mostly a viney pastoral scroll work, right? For your pentahedron shield, sounds right. Fate, remind me what yours was. Uh, flirtily. with with like arcane symbols worked into. I think there were some arcane. Yes. And then Baba, what was yours again? And I should say what is yours now because it can certainly be different now that Baba's had a spiritual reawakening, which took two decks from me. <laughs> <laughs> Armor classes class is a 15. How dare you? Just complain directly into the mic. That's all I ask. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what shape I had before. Was it not actually a sheep? But what would you want it to be now as Baba is reborn into this instance? What, what is a personal symbology that would, would appear for Baba? Maybe like a,
5: like a marking of his tribe or like a, a, a clan symbol.
0: I think each one of the Tabashi clans has uh, not like a coat of arms, I think it's more elemental than that. I would think the Tabashi clan symbols are a single piece that is then iterated upon to add layers to it and to add character and distinction to it. And when you're focusing on your shielding, you're expecting just your clan's symbol to appear. But what actually happens is around the gap in the center, which is now filled with the glowing icosahedron that represents Baba's stabilizing agent, is a repeating spiral of all the clan patterns, where each one of the individual clan patterns is now represented as your shield, again, communicating your link to all of the verdant tabashi. Mori, as your shield forms, a- at first, it's it's blank. It's solid as you pause for a moment to question your identity. But what would Mori begin to then impress upon that literal blank slate that she would have forming in front of there? Is there anything that, that comes to mind at first? Um,
3: immediately, a, a bunch of faces. That's kind of what I imagined. Just like a mosaic of faces with different features kind of if you were to take a stock photo of a group of different people it kind of shows that kind of stemming from every human or every creature that she meets or that they meet trying to figure out what makes them them and the the first thing that they could see or meet of them is their face and they feel like they haven't quite figured out like it's kind of uncanny valley as they as they've been practicing how to do like a disguise self or to fit in and I think this is like a scratch sheet like a like, if you're an artist and you're practicing how to do, like, a character study of a bunch of different faces, I think that's what, like, little sketches of faces.
0: No, that's perfect. That is perfect. All right. You guys all do feel an influx of power as you get your tier six pentahedron abilities. Eldrin, you stumble around a little bit weakly, and a what animal would Eldrin have the most respect for or or see as an ally in any moment? Oh, man.
2: I feel... I'm trying to think of, like, what... What would be a predator of an of a owl? Nothing. So I'm going to go with like an eagle. <laughs> okay.
0: The vines at the perimeter of the clearing of the jungle weave together and knit and form this giant eagle shape, which then bursts free and flaps over towards you and curls its wings around you protectively. Eldrin now has the ability to cast conjure animals once a day, but they all appear as topiary beasts. They are all topiaries whenever Eldrin casts conjure animals. Todd, mm-hmm. you see this creature standing over where you thought Moya would be. Your first instinct is to stab it. And instead of rushing toward it, you disappear in a puff of smoke, leaving a brief smoky outline of you, very cartoon, Looney Tunes or Mortal Kombat style. And you <laughs> misty step 90 feet over to where Mori is. Uh, Todd can now Misty Step once a day at a 90-foot range.
1: 90 feet? Wow. 90-foot Misty
2: Step? That's a 3x Misty Step.
0: It's a big one. He gets one a day. Wow. Don't worry. You, th- we'll get to the disadvantages in just a second. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ.
0: <gasps> Maury, freaked out by this weird demon guy oh. bamfing in towards you. You panic for a moment and evaporate, turning into a green swirling cloud, moving another 30 feet away before solidifying back into yourself. Mori has the ability to turn into a gaseous state once a day, but will move in a whirlwind form. So she has gaseous form once a day, but whenever she moves around, it's it's a whirlwind. I um, mean, it is very much like her evaporating and boiling off and then recondensing back into her goo. Can that be used as a reaction or to an attack? I don't know how that works. Like, is it just. I, I'm not looking up the spell description right now. I'm just describing your powers in a fucking narrative format. Just roll with it, asshole. We'll roll initiative in a second.
1: <laughs> no, I thought you named. I thought you had named a spell that it was like instantaneous gas. I didn't know it was not a spell.
3: This is Gasha's form.
0: Okay. Yeah, gaseous form is a spell. Hang on. Now I got to look it up, Todd. Thanks for (laughs) fucking breaking the immersion, buddy. Hang on. Let's go gaseous form. I'm just saying, everyone else here might know it except me. I'm like, oh, I don't know what he's talking about. Wait a yes and a moment, bud. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It's an action. Basically, you turn into a misty cloud and your only method of uh, movement is a flying speed of 10 feet. Um, I will say that you actually have a flying speed of 30 feet, Maury, because you're a whirlwind. The target can enter and occupy the space of another creature has resistance. So you know it's like going into like ghosty, smoky form. It's like the
3: in between of like when you kill a vampire and then turn into mist. Exactly,
4: I know a Uzi Tasmanian devil when I see one.
0: <laughs> Fate, you begin to explain that you've know an Uzi Tasmanian devil when you see one get to the, one of the few Tabashi that was. Remaining in the in the theater and inadvertently cast confusion using your new lecturer power, where fate can overtalk and cast confusion once a day <coughs> by fate splaining any situation. <laughs> So I just the confusion spell once a day, but it's because you uh, you fade situations.
4: It doesn't cost me. A, does it cost me a spell slot when I do it?
0: Similar to all the other um, pentahedron abilities, one a day for free, and then spell slots. To first one's free, then I start charging spell slots. Basically, catch. And Maury, as you turn into that form and resolidify, you realize that there are other powers within the shard that you will be familiar with sooner rather than later. Baba, you see Todd start to go into combat mode and an icy shield forms on your right arm. It does require concentration, but you have a 2d8 ice shield that you can summon once a day. It functions as the spell ice shield, but presents as a magical icy shield. All right. So as you feel your uh, abilities merge even deeper with the pentahedron shard, you feel your alignment with the element that it is tied to strengthen. And with that comes some vulnerabilities. Eldrin, you are now vulnerable to fire damage. Oh. Baba, you are now vulnerable to electric damage. Todd, you are now vulnerable to cold. Maury, you have picked up a vulnerability to poison and... Fate, you are now vulnerable to psychic damage.
1: So now vulnerable means? Double damage. You take double. That's what I thought. Yuck. Wait, what was mine? Electricity. Oh, okay. That tracks. All right. All right.
0: Hellish Rebuke.
3: So it's just like replace my poison resistance?
0: Uh, I'm going to say yes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yes. But you have psychic resistance as part of the pentahedron charge.
3: Do I keep my advantage against being poisoned? It's a separate
0: thing. Yeah, because it's natural slash poison damage. It's a little bit more complicated with your particular shard because your shard was altered by the presence of Rolishah's living in it. Moyle's shard was originally wind-based, but when a god moved into it, it turned more psychic. So you've got psychic resistance, the ability to cast feather fall for free once a day, The whole that whole thing that happens when you sleep. You basically have the ability to cast guidance on yourself in regards to dexterity check, pretty much at will. A telekinetic wind wall, which probably would more express with Mori as her gooing out a wall.
3: And that's the one that has disadvantage on inside checks if I haven't used it.
0: Correct. That is the one that carries that particular disadvantage. Gust of wind, which is more of a psychic telekinetic or gust of goo. And then now the, the gaseous form. So that one is actually vulnerability to nature slash poison. I would say you still have the resistance to being poisoned. It's very specifically the damage. Okay. Like poison damage from certain monsters.
3: The damage of doubles.
0: Okay. Damage that's coded as nature damage, which there are some that are. That There's a subset of it that kind of ties to that, that ties to the, the psychic piece of it. There's not a lot of earth damage, so I'm hellish rebuking Eldrin off top. What?
1: <laughs> he didn't hit you. Any TLC we're in, off top,
2: hellish rebuke. I gotta hit you first. He's gotta damage you first. Oh, you think you won't hit me? <laughs> you think won't hit me? Maybe not now with my plus three to... <laughs>
5: <laughs> that uh, yeah. That one point, I'm... Like as I'm clicking through my sheet, I'm realizing how much that one point screwed me over. Like
2: it really, it really sucks.
5: I lost one point in all my saving throws.
0: I knew there was going to be some wailing and gnashing of teeth with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you had to get, take the good with the bad. Yeah, he, you can't, you can't be
1: upset. You die. You're the one to mess this up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did I? You did. You did
4: it
3: to us. You know when you die and then your friends are mad at you for it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we couldn't even actually be in that fight, so it is kind of yeah. <laughs> I mean. Y'all couldn't
5: I blame Moyle. That death was unnecessary.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: My death was couldn't be avoided.
1: <laughs> if you'd have played better, it would have been
2: better. <laughs> you mean roll better? Same thing. Same thing. He did he did come within like one roll of not dying, so So that didn't get us anything. You
1: still lost two, uh, two stats, right?
2: Yeah, I did just gonna need to get to level 12 ASAP and then.
1: Maybe, hey, you rolled a one instead of rolling a two.
2: I lost the
5: prep spell.
2: Oh,
4: okay.
1: It would have averaged out a little differently and we would have lost one point.
4: Patriots were one play away from being in the playoffs, so.
3: As Maury's seeing, just, I just saw these randos just yelling at each other from different areas as they've just exhibited magic, new magic powers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> There is that weird, almost body horror moment as this weakening happens, and then they all of a sudden, giant vine birds are giving fucking Eldrin a hug like fucking Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> it eagerly has sprung from the fucking woods and has given Eldrin a big hug. Todd's teleporting. You're turning into whirlwinds. Baba's creating ice shields. Fate, well, Fate's really just still over talking shit, but ma- magically so. Talking to himself, magically so. He talks somebody into punching themselves into unconsciousness. <laughs> Through all of that, you guys here, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I I need you. I need you to all to focus. Maury, one moment, please, if you would. Please, could you, uh, could, could you, could every, could I just have everybody's attention, please?
2: Is that where is that coming from? Is that uh, is that Ognum?
3: Mori t- turns around, <laughs> Ognum's face in the middle. Oh my god! <laughs> and oh. immediately retracts the four extra mouths they made. Because after just seeing what happened and seeing all these these guys yelling at each other, she, she decides that that's not exactly their
2: favorite <laughs> body part. <laughs> <laughs> so many teeth.
0: <laughs>
3: yes, they all had teeth.
2: And they're
0: gooey, too.
2: But
3: they're all gone now. There's just one agape mouth looking down.
0: <laughs> I, I know this isn't your strong suit, but if you could all just focus up for just a moment, I just... I, I just I could, could use a, a, a little, little bit of a situation here that I could use your help with. Ogden, where, where are you? You all right, Ogden? Uh... <laughs> no, Eldrin, do I look like I'm fucking all right? Are there any other stupid questions? <laughs> 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 that, it looks like it hurts. Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Uh, all right, so the uh, the simple fact of the matter is, is I was killed. Uh, so, uh, long story short, I would hired some contractors to try and acquire some materials to enhance the win of It did not go well. That pissed off my old college roommate slash boyfriend, Emil. You know, the one who makes all the speaking stones and is, you know, kind of like an evil, more corporate version of me. Although I'm not necessarily strictly good per se, but anyway, long story short. Uh, so. Uh, Then Emil hired some other contractors to uh, steal some anti-water off of a train. I hired some contractors to steal it before him. My guys failed miserably, I might add. Uh, One of them pretty much stabbed himself in the face to death. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how that happens. And his guys got away with it. Uh, Emil then used the anti-water to frame me for poisoning a village. Uh, which meant I had to bundle Tied and the kids up, send them off into magical protection while I uh, hold up at my cliffside fortress. You know, cause look, I, I know you guys think I live in a nice little college in a giant warehouse, but I've been adventuring for decades. I'm fucking loaded. <laughs> the thing with the, with the magical particle accelerator is more of a workspace. The cliffside thing is, I think it's safe to call it a layer. I think, I think that's fair enough. So in my cliffside layer, uh, they then sent in a, uh, a mercenary team that I had exactly where I wanted them until one of them got fucking lucky and deactivated my powers, which meant that, uh, unfortunately, I lost control of my body and they were able to take me out. But being Ogham, uh being very clever and uh, having had... The particular luck to come across both a group of uh, individuals who have managed to bond themselves spiritually and a, uh, a, uh, Mori earmuffs.
3: Mori makes ears to cover them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a psychically resonant ooze, which has the ability to, uh, to contain entire psyches within itself. I developed a plan B. Um, I've been raising Mori. As a long-term social experiment, uh, 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 exper- uh, ad- adopted daughter, um, you know, like I think of you guys as my experiments, children. Uh, and so I used her to, uh, s- absorb my psyche at my moment of death. Cause look, I've, I've had you guys bugged from some time. You know that, right? You're all familiar with that. This isn't surprising to anybody. I've been watching you while you sleep. It's part of a larger experiment. Um, wait, what? No, stop. Um, <sighs>
3: Augie, is that their blood that you put in me?
0: Yes, Maury, that's right. That is their blood. There you go. See, yes.
3: Oh, you're like my
1: brothers.
5: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Whose blood went where?
1: We're blood brothers. You, yeah, could they are. They, well, okay, oh. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. When, when did, When did you
2: collect our blood? <laughs> I mean, several times. He did it <laughs> right to us. Like... <laughs>
0: Uh, several times, I, I, I have all your fluids, Fate. There were quite a few samples taken. <laughs> oh, no. There's nothing that comes out of your body that I don't have a sample of. This, this, this so much has happened. I- all that onk rubbing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh No, I know where that onk has been. <laughs> <laughs> the Majo is just a, just a giant uh, giant petri dish slash examination pod. And so when, when, when shit started to go down, I pre-planned for it had Mori on deck, put my psyche into Mori so my spirit wouldn't get sucked into the god spire, preventing me from being able to do anything, and then uh, had her home in. And, um, all right, guys, here's the bad news. I needed one of your pentahedron shards to make this infusion sustainable enough to where I could have most of myself. Even even being this conscious Forward, it's exhausting. I'm gonna have to take a nap after this. It it takes a lot for me to manifest, but I needed the pentahedron shard to power uh Mori up so that I could um I, I could survive long enough for uh for what your next delivery mission is going to be. So I had to pick one of you to um for uh for Mori to eat. Oh no, and um, well. Gentlemen, um, Moyle seemed like the appropriate uh, appropriate choice. His particular shard had been in, extra infused with psychic energy. It moved the decimal point several places over. So just mathematically, it was the right choice. Uh, I hope that doesn't present a challenge to you. um uh, Agnum, I just want to... Where, where'd Moyle go, though? Where Where
2: is... He's okay, right?
3: At this point, Maury has, has sat down. This, this is a story she's heard, like, most of it. She was there for for kind of it. So you're looking now, like, down on the floor. This is his face. It's just, they're kind of, like, leaning.
4: Ogden, <laughs> uh, uh, um, am, I, am I to understand that you had a a, a a a a backup plan for yourself that involved sacrificing one of us at any given moment without really any explanation?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, that, when you say it like that, Fate, it does sound a little unethical, but, um, yes, 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 yes.
3: See, you are my brothers.
0: I, um, but I, I do, I do have some good news. It doesn't appear that Moyle was in here anyway when, uh, when Mori ate him. I don't know where his mind was, but it was not in here, but.
5: Okay, okay. I, I hear, I hear you. I, I. He stayed with the ancestors. I hear you there, but
4: uh, my question, my question is. So he's gonna be okay. Okay. <laughs>
5: Wait, what was that, Baba? I said what? I said he stayed with the ancestors.
1: I hope they don't need healing over there. Uh, you... Oh, Jesus!
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh no! <laughs> wow! Fate. I believe there was a follow up to that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just. Is the, the fact that you are, that you consume Moyle's body, is that um, more of the plan or more of coincidence?
0: Well, no, see, you can't cut the pentahedron shards out of you. Uh, I tried one time when you guys were unconscious. Wait, what? <laughs> that was
3: wild. Uh, yeah,
0: she, Marty was there. She saw the whole thing. It's bonded to you on more of a uh, existential level. So- Again, luck as it is, Mori, there is something about her particular makeup that one, makes her a sentient ooze, which you don't get a whole lot of those. uh In fact, she's the only one I've ever seen. But two, she has some kind of natural resonance with the pentahedron anyway. So by consuming Moil, I knew she would bond with the shard within him, which actually brings up the interesting question. If you were to be eaten by like a dragon or something, would it cause the shard to bond with it as well? Uh... That is an experiment we may have to address at another Time. Rather not.
5: That is not an interesting question at all.
2: Yep,
0: no. Do you have dragons that just, <laughs>
1: did you just add a beckoning call?
0: Well, no, I mean, I've been around, Say, uh, uh, Todd, I mean- I, I got friends. You guys aren't my only friends. You know that, right? This is really more of a professional relationship anyway. So, um.
2: So, so she's not going to eat any of us, though, right? She's good now. Like, we're good, right?
0: I mean, look, she has her own agency. Maury's call is her call. But no, she typically doesn't eat other sentients, right, Maury?
3: Oh, uh, no, I didn't eat you that time. I just kind of hung out with your memories. So, no, I haven't eaten other sentient. Yeah. No, I don't think so. We'll see.
2: See? There you go. That's not concerning at all. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is not reassuring. Don't act like this is the weirdest shit you've ever seen. So, um, so uh, here's the good news, is this is a temporary situation. pretty much has to be. Even with the extra psychic power from Moyo's shard, at some point, I will begin to lose cohesion and either be absorbed fully into Mori as a, a background personality, or, or, or my soul will get sucked out and I'll end up in the Godspire. And that means Tritherion and his crew will know everything that I know and have access to all of my stuff. Oh, that
2: sounds bad.
3: I've got to say, Augie, I'm not loving this like Tooth Tunes vibe. You know that toothbrush that came out in the early 2000s where it played a song in your head because it touched your teeth. That's what this feels like.
0: <laughs> I bet. Well, here, let me let me poke my face out even further, and he. <laughs> Like totally <laughs> abysses his head further out from your body a little bit. Mm. Oh, that's better. Uh, oh, that's worse. That's weirder. <laughs> that's so much better. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> just, a, just a few more seconds. So um, so here's the deal. Here's the good news, guys. Uh, all you have to do is get me and my body back to my lab in Taliesin, and I can put my brain back in, uh, uh, or my not physically my brain or whatever, but back in there, and um, then we'll be totally cool. So we just need to get back to Taliesin and get back to my lab, and I'll locate my body, and then we get my body and put me back in it, and the boop, we'll be back to normal.
2: So your body's at that lair, though, right? That's, right? No?
0: Well, I don't know.
2: Oh, fuck.
0: I kind of died, Eldrin. I mean, you'll have to excuse me for not keeping detailed notes.
2: <laughs> so we don't know where it is. We have to find your body. Got it.
0: How are the kids? Yeah, that's what the whole point of me going back to my lab is. That's why we're going to go back to my lab first. Right, got it. I saw it, right? You did see him getting canistered up, correct?
5: How is Tid and the kids?
0: Oh, they're doing, they're doing great. He is incredibly mad at me right now. You have no fucking idea how much trouble I am for in, in for this. <laughs> 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 like, this is, this is a whole thing. Yeah, I, mainly because I used the mercenaries to go after Emil. But you know, it's all, it's all, it. I got, I got like, I got some shit to deal with. with because I, I will deal with those consequences, <laughs> uh, but it would sure be nice to have a body to deal with them in. That helps. Let's wrap up here. I'm going to take a nap. You guys um, get home when I feel like I have the strength to emerge again at a time that's narratively convenient. I'll pop back out and um, we'll kind of go from there. But um, it's good seeing you guys. And I'm going away now. Away now. Away now. Away now. <laughs> I didn't have to do the echo part. I just thought it'd be cool. And he blips back into Bori's body. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving you guys uh, standing there kind of confounded.
3: I think Bori's like doing, you know, when you like push your belly out after you've eaten a lot, you kind of look at it and then you pull it back in. Or trying to like, oh, nope. He's, in, he's, nope. All
1: right, hi. Uh, I don't apologize for trying to stab you. Um, I don't know you. That's fine. Uh, hopefully maybe we'll get to know each other, but,
0: uh, don't get too close. I, I stab a lot. You, you could have just full stopped it. (laughs) I, uh, I'm not sorry for stabbing you or I'm not sorry. (laughs) I'm not, I don't, I don't apologize. Full stop, and I don't apologize. Todd the Tiefling.
3: Augie, go take it. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. What? What? Oh, is that the
2: dad?
0: It, it's Echo. Oh,
2: that's that. I thought <laughs> you can tell the sword to go to sleep too. He's he's noxious. You don't. You don't speak ill of a,
1: uh, of Echo.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> that's my Todd. There you go. <laughs> Defend my honor, Big Toddy.
5: Either way, I think we should. Um, Whoa, we should leave the middle of the uh, this battle pit. Probably pretty soon.
3: I'm Ori. that's Toddy.
5: Todd, Todd, Toddy
3: And then you guys...
5: Are you introducing me to them?
3: (laughs) I'm asking. I'm not used to interacting with more than one or two at a time.
2: Eldrin over here, yeah.
3: Eldrin, got it.
2: Yeah, how's it going? Toddy. Todd. (laughs) Todd. Toddy is a pretty...
0: T to the O, T to the O, double D. No, I think Toddy works. Yeah, I think Toddy works. I think we're going to go with that, yeah.
2: I kind of like Toddy. I think we should, yeah, we should work with that one. Yeah.
0: Well, then it'd be T to the O, double D, Y.
1: Because I got to.
0: Ooh. He made it worse. Oh my God. No. I mean, it just was happened? It just flowed. <laughs> <laughs> <would> be- no.
3: <laughs> no, he
4: immediately
5: flipped
4: it.
3: Hmm. <laughs> he immediately
0: flipped
5: it. <laughs> so when you get Hellish rebuked by Toddy... It's a, you got
1: that hot toddy.
5: You get that hot, hot toddy. toddy. You got
0: the hot toddy. Oh, no. <laughs> you definitely got that hot toddy. You got toddy. the hot toddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. Why do I love it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait, is he a hot toddy if I fireball him? <laughs> 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 no. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. I, uh, and I, I am faked. As I say that, I move over to Eldrin and I'm like... Uh Eldrin, let's uh continue to make sure that we uh handle our sleeping rotations so that we can keep an eye on whatever the hell this is. For sure.
3: And this this is the leader, I'm guessing. This one feels like a king.
5: I I am. I am the leader. <laughs> Baba starts making his way towards the exit.
3: We Follow, follow the leader. Let's go.
5: Oh, wait, she she's looking at Baba? Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma let you know, Baba died. <laughs> so you can follow more you
0: want. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start to walk away from the pit and that's when you hear fucking God fucking damn it. I I, I, uh, I, cannot believe I got as far as I got and then you assholes had to fuck it up. I can't believe you, you ate him. What the? F- and you look over and you see Moyle's bag of hammers waddling around like with the little bottom parts of its legs <laughs> and throwing its little strappy straps up in the air, like in this exasperated fit. And then it pivots towards you all. It, it took me it, eons to get out of the Feywild. Eon, you, you know how hard it is to find somebody who's gullible enough to believe that there's a bag of whatever item they're exactly looking for sitting around in the Feywild? My kind are cursed and can only leave that, that, that pr- fucking prison if somebody willingly takes us out. And uh, sure enough, this guy did and he thought I was his best friend and everything was fucking going great. And all I had to do is occasionally use my, my matrix to produce a hammer. And then everything was phenomenal. And you, you fucking, act, all right, this, this is fucking over. And you see this eight-fingered hand pop up out from inside of Baggy. And then this it, this gray-green mottled skin with long cracked fingernails extend up out of the bag with this extremely long arm that joints in a way that is unnerving in the respect that it, it clearly has two elbows. Like it's this long, multi-jointed, segmented arm stretches out and plops down and then this other large multi-segmented arm plops down and and it's not like they're coming up and out it's almost like they're coming up and back and then a foot pops out this this massive foot with these jagged talony toenails gnarled knobbly green skin pokes its foot out and then slams down into the arena floor and then another foot pokes it out uh, it slams down onto the arena floor we've almost got this like a, almost like a crab walking position with the feet. And then this head and torso come popping up and the bag flips back around itself where the opening is clearly the asshole. Where after it folds down and folds back to where Plip- Uh, Oh no. (laughs) and, And now there is this 10 foot tall dire, we'll say dire trolley, looking beast with its long fingers crawling down. And you guys finally, finally get to meet Baggy for real after all this time roll initiative, fuckers. I know it.
4: (laughs) Sometimes Elgin has an, I told you so, so powerful. You delay the mid show announcements to get it in at the break. Announcements this episode? A reminder that we're rotating quest episodes and main campaign episodes for the next month or so, with the occasional off-week episode mixed in when Turner needs to sleep or produce Patreon content. He doesn't really sleep. We're streaming over on Twitch most Mondays at 7.30pm Central. We don't play D&D on the streams, but we create characters, interview community characters, and do rules deep dives. Head on over to twitch.tv slash gmdlcast to check it out. Please give us a follow on social media at GMDLcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get notifications of when we're going live and to stay up to date on new content that we've got coming this year. One of our patrons has generously offered to manage our socials, so we'll actually be posting there. And while you're there on the internet clicking on things, head on over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment to rate, review, and subscribe. I know every podcast asks, but it really does help our show's visibility and growth. 40% of podcast consumers find a new cast through their players' feed, and your feedback drives those feeds. And hey, the third of you that are Apple podcast listeners exercise those review privileges. Tell us who your favorite party member is. Me. Tell us who your least favorite party member is. Todd. Protest to validate Todd's lack of MVPs. Protest. We want to hear from you. Okay, that'll do it. Back to the
5: show.
2: I knew he was talking to something.
3: I'm not great at bodies, but that one doesn't look right. Wait,
4: no, I'm so horrified by the fact that Moyle's been digging around in this dire troll asshole right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like like we can deal with the fight in a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just elbow deep in butthole. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> not not elbow, not elbow deep, <laughs> <laughs> elbow deep, rummaging in the booty hole. The bag's just
1: been shitting out hammers. I rolled an eighteen. For initiative, moyle was so
4: intimate
5: with the bag wait wait didn't he didn't he do kegels to make the hammers? yes, yes, do you still call it Ke- do you still call it kegels if it's yes
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> never mind, I don't
3: <laughs> same region i't
0: I guess it's pelvic floor, it's all pelvic floor, okay, sure, didn't know, oh. <gasps> So many past
4: conversations have so much more context that I don't enjoy. (laughs) I got
3: 21. Okay.
4: Roll an
0: initiative.
3: 19.
0: All right. So let me roll for Baggy. Uh, Baggy's standing there. Definitely got the same kind of uh, spooky Leo front loincloth cloth going. The only other thing that Baggy's wearing there's a like a glowing crystalline cube hanging from its chest, but it it's not it's not really like on a necklace. It almost seems like embedded into its chest a little bit. That it has some chains coming out of it that go up around its back. Oof, twenty one for Baggy. God. Oh, Eldrin, what's your dexterity mod? Don't say it, salty. Three.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, you you should still go first, sir. I like this reverse flying V we're in. <laughs> 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 we established that's your default formation. Quack quack <laughs> quack. All right, Eldrin, what you got, man?
2: Uh, so I am going to look at. Baggy and I pick up my quoth bow, take aim. Down here, you sack of shit. And I <laughs> I take a shot with my uh, bow. Roll hit. As a 25.
0: 25 will hit, yeah.
1: That seemed very close. Like, like a 23, wouldn't it hit? Mm. From from the voice.
0: Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing about nothing. You won't know until you find out.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'll do the damage on that, and then I'll remember that I have Hunter's Mark. Me too. And <laughs> I'll cast Hunter's Mark before the second one.
0: Uh, can you break up your attack action with a bonus action? I think I can. I know you can break it up with movement.
5: Sure. Like, if, if, would you, bonus action, could you Misty step in between attacks?
0: I think so. Rules as written, no. I'll allow it, but we're establishing that as the precedent going forward. Okay. Okay. Which means your enemies will be able to do that too. Okay. Okay. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> it's, it's happened before. Like it's that's not the first time this has happened.
0: Oh, too, too bad. We're Moving on. First, so first one hits,
2: and then the second one. I will put Hunter's mark. Sharpshooting this time. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a six. So. <laughs>
0: Will not do it.
2: So I was so distracted by this butthole bag. <laughs> not the butt bag. Not the butt bag. Like just coming to life here that I just got antsy and I took the first shot, went straight for where the, the, the bag butthole would be and shot him there with my, my bow. First one hits for 20 damage. Uh, and then the second I, I realize that I have hunter's mark. Whoops. Uh, so I, I cast it and then tried to shoot again in the same spot. And just, uh careened off wide left.
0: Yeah, so, you know, you'd you'd used your conjure animals earlier to summon the giant viney eagly inadvertently, um, but, you know, you can summon more than one animal with conjure animals and (laughs) right as this tiny little baby kind of afterthought, like little viney owl with these cute little acorn eyes finally comes hopping out of the jungle as a delayed reaction to the spell, you split it in half with your arrow. Oh, no. (laughs) Todd's not the only monster on the team. (laughs) Any movement or anything you want to do? No, I'm going to stay right here. Here, mm-hmm. Hang out. All right, so uh, you see, Baggy go murr, 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 fucking hammers. I'm so I'm so tired. about hear about hammers, but this is what I'm attuned to <laughs> for right now. So here we go. And light projects out of the cube on its chest, forming a uh, a hammer that. Is a long, weirdly shiny, almost looks like ceramic rod with these two springy, cushiony ends on it. And he looks at it and goes, Jesus fucking Christ, this guy. So it looks like almost like a big giant toy hammer. (laughs) But then he comes barreling down towards the group. One-handed or (laughs) two-handed? Just (laughs) one-handed. Just one-handed. And is going to... Run right up in the scrum and swing. let's see, who would Baggy have the biggest issue with? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Eldrin. <laughs> so he's going to take a swing at Eldrin first. the Eldrin does a, good God, a 16 hit. Yep. Okay. So you take one point of bludgeoning damage from the hammer. Okay. But then I am going to need you to make a strength saving throw. Oof. Uh,
2: that's an 11.
0: 11's not going to do it. So as this hammer swings down into you, that cushiony part compresses a little bit and you take a little bit of damage as it 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 crushes into your torso but then it lets out this 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 really loud squeaky hammer that reverberates thunder damage into you for
2: i know he's using the fucking hammer table against us that motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) he is
0: (laughs) i am in fact using the hammer table so you're take another eight points of damage. You are knocked back 10 feet and fall prone. Oh my God. As the squeaky hammer blasts into you. So
2: that's a total of nine?
0: Yeah. So total of nine, you are back 10 feet and prone. So you're back behind Baba. Okay. He then brings his other hand around, grips the hammer in two hands, because it's never been two different types of hammer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and swings at Todd. <laughs> that, was, that was from... Throw some oil. Todd, does a 17 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, I am also going to need another strength saving throw.
1: Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. I had this
0: you have something for this?
1: Uh, I guess it doesn't make a difference. I had the, I had the potion of hill giant strength.
0: On your turn you can do something with that. But right now I just need you to make a strength saving throw champ. You just need a strength save. Yeah. Mhm. Got it. Will an 18 19 be do it? It will. You still take 10 points of thunder damage. What the bleep? But you won't be knocked prone or knocked back. So you take so 9 points of thunder damage, 10 total damage to you, uh but you're not knocked back or prone. As the squeak is much louder. Can I still what's his name though, right? What? I
1: could take half damage for that,
0: right? You want to use your uncanny dodge to have it?
1: Yeah. Uh sure. Yep. I don't know what this guy is capable of doing. I don't want that whole damage. So okay. five, right?
0: Uh that will uh that will do that. Um and that will be Baggy's turn. Maury, you're up.
3: Mori uh I thinks this is very cool. It's like great first adventure top notch intrigued by this bag and turning into this thing, and she wants to get a better look at it so I'm going to cast slow
0: on it. Ooh, very nice.
2: I like that.
3: That's a wisdom save.
0: Wisdom save. What's the DC? 16. Guess who does not have any bonuses to wisdom comes from living with Moyle.
2: That sounds like a nice 10. Fat 10.
0: Oof. Yeah. 10.
3: Hoo, hoo, hoo.
0: Big fat 10. So uh, what does Maury casting slow look like?
3: She's just standing there kind of her arm looking things on where her hips would be. Pseudopods? Yeah. <laughs> Looking at it like, oh, it's pretty cool. To- don't, don't move there, buddy. As some like light goo goes out to to just make like a nice shot stri- Like it looks like a big booger. Like like a snot rocket hit him and just like like got around him to make him in a, in a very light, thin, snotty substance.
0: Yep, yep. Total slimer style. Okay, great. So
3: his speed is halved, and he has a minus two to AC and Dex saving throws. Can't use reactions. Um, on his turn, he can only use an action or a bonus action, not both.
0: That is huge, because that is going to prevent him from summoning new hammers every round, <laughs> which he was certainly going to do. So You've got to get the hammer table in some other way. Yep, yep, yep.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think this would have changed
5: anything, um, but I my, y- anybody within 10 feet of me gets plus three on saving throws. That would have made me have a fourteen.
1: No, I wouldn't have saved anything.
5: Yeah, I I, I look back to see. I don't. Th- I didn't think it would change anything, but I wanted everybody to know.
0: You guys notice after the fact that you feel much safer around Baba than you used to. <laughs> <laughs> any any movement or anything, Mori?
3: Nope. Mori's gonna take a little squat and just see what what the rest of the party does. All
1: right, Toddington, you're up. Todd's about to get busy, so hopefully Todd gets busy
0: anywhere you hit him will be in the sack, so you're good. Just go for it.
1: <laughs> wow. You hear you, what Echo said. You, let's go.
3: Does a sword have a mouse?
1: What? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> will a 27 hit?
0: A <laughs> 27? Is that not a crit? Did I not take enough dexterity away from you? No, it says Echo's got plus 12 to hit. I don't think somebody adjusted his modifier because that was what your your bonus to hit was. We'll, all right, we'll check the math later. But Oh, I just changed my dexterity. like, And my dexterity changed
1: my armor class and the, the bonus on it.
5: It would have changed your attack modifier too. Yeah, it would have changed
0: it. Don't worry about it. it. Like The guy doesn't have a high AC even before Mori cast slow on him. So he's got an AC of 13 right now. So.
1: I'm assuming we're coming in for number two, right? You
0: got to know that, Echo.
1: You know. It's a dose, Echo. I got to try real hard not to sound
0: like Alex Jones, Todd. You understand? (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh, sorry. That fucking goblin. That fucking fat. Broke ass goblin. I mean, that's always, it's always, <laughs> I'm always one bad vocal
1: swing Oof. away from him. So, yeah, it's dose echoes for a reason. So, boom. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. right. A 21 also will hit. Oh, it's uh, uh, because all hits hit the sack. we go going with the upswing. We're just swinging it like, like a baseball bat and going with the upswing on the big one, going for between the legs and up where the natural sack would be. <laughs> 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 that- the natural. <laughs> that would be the the twenty nine point hit.
5: This is an unnatural sack.
1: Yeah, this is an unnatural sack. The twenty nine points, and the uh, the other echo is just like a, just a backhand slap with the knife. I'm not even. It's so disrespectful. I'm not even hitting him with the blade. Just the backside of the of the of the sword. Fan, he's feeling himself. Todd is feeling himself. Oh oh, sack cap. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. No movement. I'm here in, in the turn fate you're up sir
4: so yeah um fate um in any combat situation really only has one thing to do according to all of his friends and for once he's really just gonna go ahead and do it um because he can do that he's going to cast the mage armor <laughs> <laughs> no 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 because mage armor is not not as useful at this point because he's already in trouble So, the best crowd control is death. Uh, Fireball, right here on top of all of us, but I will be using my spell sculpting to shield the five of us as I cast a fourth level fireball. So, we all stay safe. Are you doing anything with your shard with it? I was going to, however... With the slow effect,
0: I'm thinking I'm gonna save it for for what the combat that happens to in like two episodes from now.
4: Uh that's fair. So yeah, no, fuck it. Uh, actually, yes. So because you said that, now I just remembered I can get all this stuff off in one turn. So yeah,
0: I'm going to quicken
4: spell my uh, fireball to get it off as a bonus action, which then triggers my ability to use my shard. So I'm gonna give him disadvantage on the deck save. And then I'm going to follow up with a uh, acid splash as a cantrip as on the, on my uh, regular attack action. So fireball, fourth level, full damage. He's got to save at a de- 16. He
0: saved. Uh, saved with an 18. What? 34 points of damage. So...
3: Oh, a minus two to dex.
0: No, 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 no. Minus... Yeah, I was about to say it is slow. Oh, that's right. Minus two. So yeah, but it is meter beat.
4: Uh. It's still, still 16.
0: So, yeah, so 16 still saves, but...
4: But I gave him disadvantage. You
1: did give him disadvantage.
0: You did did give him disadvantage. Let me roll again.
1: Oh, I see more. That's
0: better. (laughs) And that's 19, so that's actually better. But extremely important that you are burning him because he does have some of the troll abilities. So, um, he would have regenerated had you not did. As, As your fireball washes over him, you can see it blasts into him and his skin blasts back and instead of... Seeing sinew or meat underneath it, it's like burning away fabric, and there's just a sparkling void underneath the, the first level of, of flesh and it burns like you light the fuzz on the outside of a burlap sack and it kind of crinkles and burns away in a rippling pattern as your fireball blasts into him for a 34 points of damage. Does it have? Yeah, he's going to have that to 17 because he has manage to bring the squeak hammer up in front and that, that splits a little bit so it wraps around his sides but still catches him for a decent chunk. And then what does your acid splash look like?
4: So, Acid Splash, uh, I took a little bit of inspiration from our new uh, emerald-colored friend, and uh, basically, I just uh, threw up a bunch of uh, magical hand signs to conjure up a steaming loogie. Looks like the same, almost the same color as Mori here, and I just flick it right in his face. Yeah! And, yeah, kind of acid off his face a little bit.
0: Is that a save or a hit roll?
4: It is a save, a 16. He's also got disadvantage on.
0: It's a 21 and 11. That one will go for it, so that's another 8 points of acid damage.
4: Correct.
0: As you reach into your crystal fate, you begin to hear, you know, you've been hearing the whispers of these other entities that seem to be chiding you and scolding you. And the whisper, you know, you're used to hearing whispers come out of the shard. You know, burn it all down. I guess that was just your fate. These twisted urgings for you to use your magic more often, but more recently of strangely being disappointed in you, as it seems to be responding to the Babatunde sounding, you should have, you should have believed in Baba more. Your shard seems to respond and go, he should have had more faith. All right. That brings us to Baba. Baba will step
5: forward. Cast Hunter's Mark, and then attack with Ejikula.
2: I look over at Baba and just raise my eyebrows. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) While on the ground, while on the ground.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Eldred's Hunter's Mark is established as this glowing red arrow that appears above the target's head, very similar to the Wow Hunter's Mark. How is Baba manifesting this, and what does it appear to be visually?
5: So... Visually, it, it's like a target, but it like it's um, kind of in like a glyph, like we described the symbols of the tribes before. Like it has that same art style with kind of a clear center of where to attack.
0: And uh, roll to hit, my man.
5: Well, a 22 hit. 22 will do it. We will also second level smite that.
0: <laughs> the sound you hear right now, folks, is Todd getting jealous of Baba's damage output.
1: <laughs> I'll see. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm waiting to see.
2: No, you're not going to like it.
5: (laughs) Uh, 2d6 for the sneak attack.
1: 1d6 for the hunter's mark. So right now you're just sitting at 20. I
2: did 36. He hasn't done the smite yet. (laughs)
1: Listen, listen. I'm going to wait. I'm counting.
5: (laughs) Two D eight for level one smite. Oh shit. Yeah. Additional D eight for level two smite. Oh shit. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Oh that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) And I I have a second attack.
1: There it is. This is bull. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Look at his face. Look at his face. (laughs) He's so sad right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is ridiculous.
1: Bob has had like eighteen chances to change his character, <laughs>
2: and
3: his armor class is better than you. <laughs> it's just because this is an audio-only situation, I just like everybody to know that Harland is fully crying, <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. like sobbing, yeah. sobbing. He muted himself every time he has an- <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: he's it's- got the hup hups, something fierce. Yeah, the
3: little lip. You <laughs> <laughs> can see his shoulders shaking.
5: Yeah, third. That's thirty-nine damage on my
0: first attack
2: jesus christ
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even a crit <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous oh oh crit smites are oh well, yeah
5: Do- yeah cr- smites uh are doubled on crates as well <laughs> So, I will attack again.
0: But he, he does have a limited number of those you can do, Todd. That's what it's worth. Okay. I do. I can only, yeah. Thanks for
5: making me feel better. It
0: happens to everybody, Todd. It's totally natural.
5: <laughs> 14 hit.
0: The Armor class is 15, minus two is 13. 14 will hit, yeah. 14 will hit. Yay. Because of Maury's slow, setting it up. And I will burn the... Th- other no, no, than second level smite. This is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, we could just go Charlie Brown ourselves over there while he's killing this thing by himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get real fucking epic on your attack descriptions. You know that, right? There's not any more stabbing him with the Yikula. <laughs> <laughs> Bob
1: was like a best of the group. He gets Eldrin's Hunter's mark, my sneak attack. I'm surprised he's not over there doing uh, um, Fate's fireballs. He looks like he's just a cheater. Just a biter. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a biter. <laughs>
5: So, Baba walks, like, through the fireball flames that just went off. (laughs) Like, the flames just, like, glisten off of his armor. And, like, as he's walking through, he's, like, motioning with his hands. And the hunter mark appears on Baggy's chest. And, like, immediately he just, like, overhands with the spear. Just, like, dominance. Just, like, ah, like, I'm just killing you. Like, he's just swinging it like it's an axe almost. Hits him in the chest. It explodes in this light. And as the light reverberates over, all you see is a shadow behind him, also stabbing him, who's Tanage, from behind him, stabbing him in this tandem hit. And then right as the light goes off, I spin around and hit him again in the same spot on the target. Uh, And another light pops out and Tanage is still there, kind of jabbing the knife in even more so for 39 points of damage on the first hit and 28
0: damage on the second hit.
1: 67. 67 points of damage. 67.
0: He is hurt. He's very, 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 very hurt, but still standing. Your smites have blasted away more of his flesh, and now he, there are entire chunks of them missing where you have, uh, like, the upper left shoulder and the arm that curls around it is still the, the gray-green-modeled weird burlap flesh um, and then there's this this streak of uh, nothingness and void, which seems contained by its will, filling in the th- the space until the threads uh, of its torn troll flesh begin back down by the right side in the hip and then grow back into the legs. There's just this strip of him that has been blasted away by y'all's attack, but not quite dead yet. That will bring us back to the top of the order. Eldrin?
2: Okay, so I'm going to use half of my movement to stand up, right?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: All right, uh, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to turn on Planar Warrior, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna sharpshoot. Uh, it says sixteen. That'll work. We'll hit. Oh, we'll hit. That's right. Okay, double down and sharpshoot the
0: second one. Then that's a eight eight. Yeah, yeah that that one will not. That's all right. All right, Eldrin, call your shot. All right,
2: so I have been tired of fucking thinking that Moyle was talking to himself this whole fucking time. His just going crazy, and I am very happy to put an end to this motherfucker. So I will, I will aim straight for his head, and I will try to split it like a grapefruit with my my force damage. 33 total.
0: Your force arrow blasts into it, splitting its head apart. And where you're used to a normal spray of blood and brain matter and skull fragments to shatter out backwards, there is the sound of fabric being torn and ripping across That It sounds like just this stretch and tear and pop of... of Like an ultimate wedgie?
1: (laughs) 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 The sound of drawers ripping or as it goes over someone's head?
0: Yes, it's the sound of a death attack a wedgie, Todd,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> echoing through as it it crumples and falls in on itself, and you go, "Fucking you, fucking guys!" I'm, I'm, at least I don't have to be around real anymore. As he folds on himself, vanishing into nothing with a pop, and the cube that he'd pulled the hammer on dropping down to the ground. At which point, Ogden's head pops out of Maury's shoulder for a second and goes, Oh, gentlemen, uh, real quick, just one last thing before I pass out." Those things, those fucking weird ass uh, bag fae trolls. Um, that matrix, if placed inside a living container, can produce random items on a daily basis. So, uh, Maury, if you just pop that in there, uh, you might find that that can produce something for you Ooh. once a day. Maybe a hammer, maybe something. I'm going to go away, away, away,
1: away.
3: Agnem! <laughs> <laughs> oh, next time, remember that that movie we watched. You should come out of like like a backpack next time. I'm just. You know,
2: Johnny Knoxville was that it banjo
0: kazooie? (laughs) Absolutely, 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 absolutely. (laughs) So, to, uh, because, hey, look, patrons, we know you have put a lot of Baggy Hammers in there, and we don't want it to just disappear with Baggy. And this is actually part of the weird fae homebrew troll monster that Baggy truly was. They have a matrix inside them that can create random items, but to work, they have to be inside a living container, which Mori just kind of happens to be one. So, do you choose to pick up the matrix of stuff?
3: Yeah, Mori will, sh- will shoot out her pseudopod and <laughs> just, <adorable. laughs>
0: So you have this weird little cube floating in you, and after each long rest, a item will pop out of it. I'm going to take the hammer table. I'm going to modify it up a little bit to be a batch of different items with the same properties that you guys have suggestions. If you're one of our patrons who have the ability to add to the bag of hammers, by all means, folks, here's another opportunity to give me more homework. <laughs> let's, get, let's get suggestions in there, and random items will be popping out of Mori on a daily basis. The last thing that happens before things settle down, as the roars of this weird beast collapsing in on itself uh, vanish, Baba, you hear the voices of the ancestors in your ear go, Babatunde. it is time for you to go forth and face the challenge we discuss. But your your friend who violated our customs, there must be a punishment for him. And this one, it is time he start to see and hear the truth and realize the weight of his actions. That his actions have consequences, in fact, you don't hear that you you just see Baba glance over at you with concern, kind of like somebody's about to pull the plug out of the back of his head in the matrix like oh, not, not like this kind of kind of look, and it strikes you with a, a real moment of trepidation and the The whispers that have come out of your shard always had a raspy, metallic haunting tone to them, and you hear something almost crackle and pop within the crystal as if something were falling away and the voice that whispers up to you from the shard immediately sounds more familiar you immediately recognize it as it says to you well i guess that's just your fate (gasps) oh no mother and that's where we'll end the episode
4: You know what they say, when God closes a bag, they insert an item matrix into an ooze. No? Yeah, that sounds weird. You know, I'm starting to think Turner went to a weird church as a kid. Well, it's time to thank our Patreon supporters and show off what they get for supporting the Party of Five. So, thanks to Mr. Smee, Sundance Sid, Daniel Paoliello, Ren B, and Ken. Todd is going to rely on your support to get the DPS up to Baba level, and rely on your presence for scapegoats if it doesn't happen. New Names Only Dean Barred Out of Hell A Roboticized Private Eye Bryce Miles, Eric, Don't Use Good Yarn on Bad Conspiracies, Coral Bay Nikki, Mr. Bible Pants, Drieken, and Cosmic Worm, Mori Consumed Moil, and Consumed His Spot on the Thank You Order, and they want you to know how much they appreciated it, the snack, and your support. Martian, Kalevi Helveti, Hannah, Loki the Angry Dwarf, Gair the Sleepy Norwegian, Thomas Jakob, and Yogan. Eldrin's dedicating this episode to how right he was. He'll get back to dedicating them to you next time. Andrew, Window Liquors Anonymous, Fate was too busy trying to figure out Baggy's anatomy to post a thank you message, but no, he does appreciate it. Professor Flattop, Gibbons Camp, Ben Kubitz, Zork Fox, Saga Nadal, Matt Ross Jones, Bill Brab, and resident alpha patron Lee Gary. Bob has got a brand new bag of tricks and it's full of damage dice. Too many to fit anything else in right now and he couldn't have made Todd so jealous without you guys. Now. What does this fine, and we do mean fine, group of individuals get for their support, access to special videos, The Hunter's Party, a supernatural rewatch show with a D&D homebrew twist, they also get extra world lore, episode outtakes, the MVP after show, swag, and even the chance to play with some of the Party of Five. Head on over to patreon.com slash gmdlcast for more details. But hey, we understand if you can't support financially right now, but you can still help the Party of Five, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth is a huge part of how we can grow the show. Nearly 1 out of 5 listeners start a new podcast based on the recommendations of a friend, relative, or coworker. 1 in 5. Taking that away would be like losing one of the party of 5, like Maury. And without Maury, we'd be relying on Faye Dyerbag trolls for our body horror. And we're fresh out of those. So please, spread the word. We sincerely appreciate you helping turn people on to our little corner of the actual play universe. So, that'll do it for this one. Thanks again, and hope you enjoyed the show.